Back for week two, say it, own it, week two predictions in the NFL, man, we made it through week one. Week one was a fun week, now week two, it turned up a little more, get to see the second go for everybody with the new teams and new faces and new places. I feel really good about the NFL right now, man, so I don't know if you saw the stat, but out of all the tests that was administered last week, only five came back positive, so it looked like... Looks like we're doing a good job. I think the NFL is, is is moving pretty well. And last last week with no fans, man, you couldn't even tell the the pumping out the noise if you're watching from TV. You couldn't you couldn't tell. I don't know how it feels for the players, but they seem to be doing fine. Fantasy football's back. Everything is just back and moving swiftly. And I thought that we wouldn't make it through, but I'm feeling more and more confident, man. I I, I I'm just so happy that we're back. And uh yeah, I'm looking at these week two games, man. There's a there's a lot of good games. The one o'clock games, four four thirty games are some good ones, and then the uh the Sunday night and Monday night game are some good ones too. So I have some surprise picks I think coming into this week, but uh, overall, man, I am just excited that football's here. So if you didn't tune in last week and you're tuning in now, just you know share the podcast, get it out to as many people as you can. Um, and I do this every week before each game. I try to do the reaction after every Sunday or maybe after Monday to include the Monday night game. But yeah, just just share the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at JournalismWJeff. Follow me on Instagram, JournalismWJeff. And uh, yeah, get the Say It On It podcast out to everybody. It's also on YouTube, Say It On It featuring Jeff Bell. And uh, I, I'm going to keep the ball rolling on this. I think... I think it's only going to get bigger and better for sure. But right now, man, uh let's 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 get into these week 1 games. So, I'm going to give you my prediction for each game. I'll give you a a score estimate, but I think there's going to be some good competition throughout this week. And um some surprise picks like last week Jacksonville won over Indian Indianapolis. That was pretty surprising. Um I thought the Raiders winning was surprising over the Panthers and that was a high-scoring game too. And the Cardinals beat the San Francisco 49ers. So I think you're going to see a couple more surprises this week. And uh, let's start with the first 1 o'clock game. So we have Atlanta at the Cowboys. I think Atlanta comes in and beats up on the Cowboys a little bit. Kind of like the, the Cowboys got beat on last week. I don't I don't think they can move the ball very well against the defense. I'm looking at this defense for the Falcons. And they got three sacks on Russell Wilson last week. And they hit him six times. And so, and the last time a, a quarterback has been hit six times, it was Dak Prescott against the Atlanta Falcons. So this matchup will be an interesting one. I think the, the struggles for the Cowboys on the line are still prevalent. And um, obviously, they lost some pieces on the defense with uh, Sean Lee is now out. Leighton Van Der Esch is out. Anthony Brown just went out with a rib injury. Jordan Lewis is back, but I feel like the Falcons will try some of that play action stuff. Now, Matt Ryan can't move like Jared Goff, so I think the Cowboys pass rush will have a better chance at getting to him. But I still think Julio and Ridley 
and Gage even gauged all three of them went for 100 yards last week. I think they'll they'll really be able to take some shots downfield and, and get some big plays. And then Todd Gurley in the backfield is 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 something to watch too. So I got the Falcons winning this one 24-20 in Dallas. The Giants versus Chicago. So the Giants actually played pretty well last week. Um Daniel Jones did have some did have a turnover, but I feel like I seeing the the, the Bears down against against Detroit last week. I don't know. I don't trust Trubisky. I don't think anybody should trust Trubisky. And to come back in the fourth quarter down three scores, I don't think that's gonna happen this week. I think Saquon gets the ball rolling. I only he only had about fifteen carries for six yards last week. And that's not gonna happen against this Chicago defense. I don't even know if Khalil Mack is playing. I saw him on the injury list. So I see a big day for for Saquon and they'll get the ball to Evan Ingram a little bit. And Slayton had a good week last week too. So I, I'm taking the Giants in this one. Won't be the highest scoring game, but twenty to seventeen New York Giants. Moving on, we have Detroit at Green Bay. Uh, ooh, it's going to be hard to win in Green Bay, obviously, even with no fans. It's just different. And I think Green Bay is rolling. I think they really figured some things out. And looking at looking at uh, Detroit, they have some injuries coming into this game. So I know that Kenny Galladay is not playing. That's going to hurt for sure. And um, I just think that they don't have anybody that can really stop the Packers offense, wide receivers. I think that it's just going to be a big day for the Packers offense. They have a, their the tight end is out. Trufant is out. That's another reason why I think um I think Devontae Adams will be able to get off without Trufant playing. And uh D tackle Nick Williams is out for Detroit and Kenny Galladay, like I said. So yeah, it's gonna to be tough for them to stop. Devontae Adams and then the Adam Jones in the backfield and uh Aaron Rodgers on being on target. I feel like they'll take care of business on that one. I have Green Bay winning 30 to 20. And I'm giving Detroit 20 because I think Matt Ryan will get the ball in the end zone a few times. I'm hoping so. He's on my fantasy team. But I'm definitely gonna be tuned into that game because I uh I have Devontae Adams on my fantasy team as well as Matt Ryan. So that one's an important one to me. Also, if you don't know about Sunday NFL ticket, that is something you need to get on. I highly suggest getting on that. So I just I just paid for it um yesterday. They start you off with a, a seven-week trial, seven-day trial, and then um it'll be a one-time payment of either $99 or four payments, four installments of like $24.99. So I got it, and you can watch up to four games at once, including red zone. So I I might have I'm I'm gonna have three games on today, because the Cowboys are my team and they're out of market for me, and I uh, I'm gonna watch the Cowboys game. I'll definitely be watching Green Bay, for fantasy purposes, and then I think I'm gonna watch the Eagles game, obviously division game for the Cowboys, and then I'll have red zone on. So that'll be that'll be good. That's fun. So if you're not on it, you can watch up to four games at once. And you can watch any out-of-market game. So I know a lot of fans can't see their favorite teams play. Definitely would suggest checking it out. Also, Game Pass. If you're if you're a person that likes to uh, watch film and break down film of NFL games, maybe you want to take on some of this podcasting or or 
YouTubing of your own, I definitely suggest getting NFL Game Pass. I think I saw a package about like $230, but you get access to all 22 footage from all angles and you can replay games at a shorter clip so you can watch a full game in 45 minutes no commercials and stop and start whenever you want so it's very awesome there's a lot to dive into but yeah i just wanted to get that out there because today i am so excited to test out sunday nfl ticket and i'm gonna watch three games and red zone until the four o'clock games come out but i might still have red zone on but i think i might be able to put all the four o'clock games on at once so that'll be fun all right moving on Jacksonville Tennessee so Jacksonville is kind of surprising I think Minshew only had one incompletion last week against the the Colts defense who is supposed to be a lot better this year with Darius Leonard and I think they got DeForest Buckner so like I was surprised that Jacksonville and I thought Jacksonville was tanking but I'm starting to think the Jets are the new number one in the, the NFL this year in tanking so I think this will be a tough game. I think Tennessee did not look um, great last week, but I think Tennessee will pull it out much like they did last week. It'll be another like low-scoring game. So they beat the Broncos, what, 16-13 to 13 last week? So, yeah, I have like a 17-14 game for Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Tennessee wins that one at home. I think Derrick Henry gets the ball. They pounded down the throat of Jacksonville's defense, and – uh yeah, I think Tannehill will take a couple shots. Hopefully, he gets AJ Brown more involved. And uh, the tight end, like they, the tight end John U. Smith, he looked pretty good out there. They were throwing some screen routes, and he was running. I thought he was a receiver. So, yeah, I like Tennessee in that game, and um, they'll take the lead in the division. Minnesota at Indianapolis. Ah, uh, I think Phillip Rivers starts off zero two. I, I don't see, I don't see Minnesota losing after what happened to them last week. And I think Indianapolis has a lot to figure out. Like I said before, new coach, new quarterback. I think the first quarter of the season with a new pair. I mean, Frank Wright has been there, but I'm saying the quarterback is new. So I think the the first quarter of the season is going to be hard for every team with the new duo or new couple at the, the, the coaching quarterback position. So I have Minnesota winning this one. I think... Everybody gets involved for Minnesota. Dalvin Cook gets involved. Adam Thielen gets involved. Justin Jefferson, they all get involved. And it's going to be a big win for them. 30-17, to 17, Minnesota wins that one. Then we have Buffalo at Miami. Now, I think Buffalo wins this one handily, even though in the last four meetings, um, what's his name? Ryan Fitzpatrick has thrown four touchdowns to only one interception. So... I mean, he'll, he'll make some plays out there, but I don't see them winning. I think the Bills' defense is pretty good. I think Stephon Diggs has a nice day out there. And uh, without Devontae Parker playing, I don't I don't think that the Miami Dolphins can muster up enough points to stop to beat um, Buffalo. So I have Buffalo winning this one 24-13. And they'll take the lead in the division. And... Um, that division is going to be interesting because Cam and the Patriots looked a lot better than I thought, although they played Miami too. I think uh, like Cam, um, Josh Allen will be able to get some good quarterback runs off against Miami and uh, get in the end zone a few times that way. So, yeah, definitely have Buffalo win in that game. San Fran and New York, like I said, I think New York is the new number one team in the tanking race. Uh, they are horrible. They have nobody on offense. They have nobody on defense. 
and they are just a mess. They don't play for hard for the coach. People don't believe in the coach. So Le'Veon Bell's not playing. Yeah, so San Fran's going to win this one easily, 27 to 10. And then uh, moving on to a few more 1 o'clock games, the Rams at Philly. I originally coming into the season, I thought Philly would win this game. I feel like they played pretty well against the Rams in the last few seasons. But after seeing what Aaron Donald and that defensive line did to the Cowboys offensive line last week, and then they're they're going to Philly and playing against that beat-up offensive line, and last week the Redskins had eight sacks against this team, I think it's going to be a long day for Carson Wentz back there. He has to make better decisions with the football because you don't just have, like, Moreland back there playing defense. You have Jalen Ramsey out there. So if he's lofting balls up on curl routes, oh, my goodness. Ooh, it's going to be a long day for Philly. And I think Aaron Donald and that defense gets after him early and rattles him a bit. They won't go up 17 nothing like they did last week, and it'll be a lot harder for them to come back. Now, I don't think they'll be able to run the ball as effectively, so that play action for the Rams will be won't be as effective as it was. The bootleg won't be as effective as it was against us, but I still think they're running after the catch receivers and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods will catch the ball and make some plays in the secondary. Enough plays to get them the W against Wentz and the beat-up Philadelphia Eagles offensive line. Then we have Denver at Pittsburgh. AFC matchup. Still a 1 o'clock game. Um, I think this one will be interesting, but I think Pittsburgh's defense holds it down just like they did last week. They they got a, like a, a couple softballs. They're going against a, an offense that's not fully engaged yet. So with um, Melvin Gordon back there and Phillip Lindsay and Drew Locke, I think Cortland Sutton coming back helps. Jerry Judy being there helps, even though he had a couple drops last week. But I think ultimately that Pittsburgh defense – holds it down with Bud Dupree and Minka Fitzpatrick, and they they keep scoring to a minimum for Denver. So this one will be Pittsburgh wins 20-10, to 10, and uh, Pittsburgh moves to 2-0, and trying to make a comeback in that division. That'll be interesting to watch throughout the season, and Denver will be 0-2, which a lot of people have them being a surprise team this week, but I looked at their schedule, and it is a very, very tough schedule, especially – playing the NFC South this year. So I wish Drew Luck the best of luck, Drew Locke the best of luck, but I don't see them having a great season just because of their schedule. He'll be good in the future, but just not this season. And then the last one o'clock game we got is Carolina at Tampa Bay. Now people are talking about Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. And I know, I know Arians called out Tom Brady this week and everybody's like, Oh, you don't do that. He's the goat. Well, as if Tom Brady ever needed any more motivation, he's definitely going to come out firing Carolina scored a lot of points last week, and I think Bridgewater only had one passing touchdown. So it was, it was surprising to see them put up 30 points with only one passing touchdown from their new quarterback. But I think ultimately Tampa Bay comes out even without Godwin. Godwin's not playing. I know I know. Um, Mike Evans is a little banged up, but they're going to come out. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to they're going to take some shots and, and make some big plays against Tampa Bay. I mean, against Carolina. I think everybody just needs to chill with Brady. Imagine doing something. Or being with someone for 20 years and you've never been with no one else. Like you're in a relationship for 20 years. You've never been in a relationship in your life. And you enter one relationship that lasted 20 years. Obviously, the next relationship you're in is not going to be easy adjusting because you're used to one thing for 20 years. 
So I think everybody just needs to pump the brakes on Brady. He paid, he played a top team in the NFC last week. They're going to be just fine once they get the ball rolling. And today is the start of that ball rolling. So I got Tampa Bay winning this one. The spread is minus eight and a half. I could see Tampa Bay winning by seven, 27 to 20. Next, Washington at Arizona. So I think this game is going to be a lot like last week for Arizona. So they face a great pass rush, but they face a quarterback who is a little shaky. Um, I think Arizona wins this one. I think Kyler Murray will have to run for his life a little bit. But DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a big portion of that offense, just like he was last week. Um, I like the running backs in Kenyon Drake and in Edwards. I like, I like Christian Kirk. I feel like... Kyler Murray will lead the league in passing yards this year, and he's going to be a, a, a sleeper player. And that team's going to be a sleeper team in that division. I think I think they can really challenge every team in that division and challenge every team in the league as far as their play style. And um, I also like their defense, so I feel like they'll hold Washington to about 17 points while scoring 24. So I got Arizona winning 24-17. That's the first 405 game on Fox. Next, we got Kansas City at L.A. Chargers and SoFi Stadium. So it's second game in SoFi Stadium, first game for the Chargers. It's a 4-30 game. The spread is 8.5. I think I really like the Chiefs in this one. I think the Chiefs can run the table. I think they're trying to set themselves up nicely for a big Week 3 matchup against Baltimore next week, which will be a fun game to tune into. Um, and I just don't think the Chargers have enough. I mean, they barely could score against... The Bengals. So, with that being said, I think the Chiefs will run the score up on them. I don't think they have anybody that can stop them. The defense has pieces, but just after seeing what they, what the, even Joe Burrow had a decent game against the, the Chargers and seeing how they played offensively, I don't think they can muster up enough points to keep up with this team. It's pretty self explanatory. Everybody knows the weapons Kansas City has all around the ball. And now add in the run game. So once they get up, they're just going to pound the rock and run out the clock. And it's going to be a bad, bad day for the first game in SoFi for the Chargers. So I have the Chiefs winning this one. I'll say 31-20. Another 4-30 game right after the Chiefs or same time during the Chiefs and Chargers game. Baltimore taking on the Houston Texans. That's going to be a good matchup. Two great quarterbacks. Two young black quarterbacks. Great to see that in the AFC, man. I uh, I I got Baltimore winning this one. I think there's no surprises there. Also gearing up for their big week three matchup against the Chiefs, but um, Houston Houston's going to put up a fight. I think they were embarrassed last week. This is a tough start for Houston. Go to Kansas City and then uh, then play Baltimore at home. That's a tough tough outing for Houston. And um, without DeAndre Hopkins, I think they're feeling the pain of that already. I think uh, David Johnson will get really involved, but it won't be enough to keep up with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, uh, J.K. Dobbins is going to get some touches around the goal line. So if you're a fantasy owner of J.K. Dobbins, definitely would consider him as a flex. But additionally, I think um, Lamar Jackson is going to do whatever he wants to do out there. Mark Andrews is going to be open. The Texans defense isn't great. And then without, um, without DeAndre Hopkins, that offense just isn't the same for the Texans. So... I definitely have Baltimore winning this one. It'll be 31-20. Baltimore wins, has the 2-0, and it'll be a big week three matchup. Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, and we'll see who wins that one. And then the final 
game of Sunday, final game today, 820. We got New England and Seattle, 2014 Super Bowl rematch. I uh I like this matchup. I feel like Bill Belichick has a game plan. I think he's gonna struggle against Russell. I think Russell has the most weapons he's ever had on offense. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Chris Carson being healthy. I think he'll play very well. And um, I have Seattle winning this one. But I think New England is going to put up a fight. I think Cam is going to really have his chance to show the world that he can still play and play at a high level. So it'll be a competitive game with the combination of Cam Newton being dynamic offensively. They've obviously used a lot more quarterback runs than they have in the last than they have in the last 20 years. And I think um, I think the combination of Cam being dynamic and the combination of of Bill Belichick being a defensive mastermind, the game will be a lot closer than you think. But with Jamal Adams on defense for Seattle and then Russell Wilson controlling the offense, and um, they they threw a lot more on first down than they ever have. I I think uh, I think Seattle wins this one at home. New England coming from the East Coast, all the way to Seattle. I think, yeah, Seattle wins this one at home. Uh, I think it'll be... It's a tough one. I think it'll be 24-17. They win by a touchdown. And then, finally, we wrap up with the Monday night game on ESPN. New Orleans Saints at Las Vegas. And I think this is my surprise pick. I think Vegas actually wins this game. Starts off 2-0. A surprise 2-0. And they knock off the Saints. Drew Brees was not looking great last week. I think um, no Michael Thomas hurts a little bit. Alvin Kamara is going to have to be the focal point. But I think I think conversely, even though the Saints defense is pretty stout, I think um, Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs will really be able to, to, to move the ball. I mean, they put up 34 points last week. And I think uh, I think they can really compete in this game, and I think it being home is a big advantage, just because first home game, or not even first home game, it's just a home game against the Saints. Even though the dome isn't a factor as it would be, it's still it's still a factor to be home and not have to travel, especially when you're quarantining for the whole weekend. It's much better to quarantine at home. So I I think Vegas actually runs the ball. And uh, they take a couple shots. I think Waller is going to have a big game. And I think uh, Vegas will win this game. I think Drew Brees will have a bad outing. Not a not a bad outing, but just not up to Drew Brees' standards. So don't be surprised if Vegas wins this one. So, yeah, I have Vegas winning. And uh, the score will be, ooh, it's going to be a tough one. It'll be 24-21. Uh, the Saints are going to struggle getting the ball in the end zone with just Emmanuel Sanders out there. And, um... Alvin Kamara will have to be the focal point. They'll definitely try a lot of screens, but I feel like you'll see a lot of that gimmick stuff with um, Taysom Hill just because they won't have much of an offense with Drew Brees not being the same as well as Michael Thomas being out. So that's my surprise pick. And uh, some I'm just going to give some fantasy players to watch in each of these games. So, And I'll go backwards. Now, the Saints game... I would definitely watch uh, Waller. I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, New England and Seattle. I think Cam is a good start here. Cam will will definitely have a big game. He's going to be the focal point for um, 
New England, but also Metcalf. I, I like Metcalf in this game, even though I know people are worried about Stephon Gilmore. I think Metcalf would be the big playmaker in that game. Obviously, Baltimore, Houston, either of the quarterbacks you can go with, but David Johnson is also one. I like Mark Andrews as well. The Chiefs and Chargers, really anybody on the Chiefs, I wouldn't be hesitant to to play any of them unless you're stacked at receiver and you don't like want to play a Sammy Watkins, which is kind of my scenario. I I I think um, Edward Tiller is a good is a good place to start with that. In the Washington Arizona game, Kyler Murray, no doubt. Uh, I think um, Terry McLaurin is a is a good is a good pick too. To, to have a, a big game, but um, definitely Kyler Murray is the go-to guy there. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, uh, he's going to be without his weapons. I feel like Ronald Jones is actually going to be this, the sleeper in that one. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey against against the, the Buccaneers. Um, can't go wrong with Christian McCaffrey, but I'm going to just give you sleepers because obviously the big names, you already know. Denver, Pittsburgh, I really feel like Fant is a, is a big name here to watch. I think he is going to be the only one to really give them a chance as far as weapon goes. I know people are thinking Cortland and and Jerry Judy, but Cortland is going to be Cortland. Jerry Judy, I don't know if he's ready yet, especially against this this Pittsburgh defense. I feel like Drew Drew Locke will really rely on uh Fant in this one. No offense. So Philadelphia and, and LA. Uh I like Rieger. I actually like Rieger. I think they took a couple shots deep to him. Last game and Wentz just wasn't hidden, and I feel like if they can just protect enough, I know Lane Johnson is back and Miles Sanders is back. If they can protect enough to get a couple of deep shots, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I saw Michael Gallup get get behind um, Jalen Ramsey last week, so I, I like Rieger in that game. I feel like he's going to be a focal point, and uh, run after the catch would be big with him. San Fran in New York. Mostert is probably the, the highlight player in this game. There aren't really many star players. San Fran's defense, obviously, but Mostert, definitely like Mostert. If you have Mostert, he's a solid RB2 uh, option. So definitely consider Mostert in your in your running back setup. Buffalo, Miami. Oof. Um, I don't know about this one. I feel like Josh Allen, if you want to start Josh Allen, that's a good start. I don't know about their running game at Singletary, maybe, but I like Josh Allen in this one. Stefan Diggs is obviously a good one, but like I said, sleepers. I think Stefan is a, a starter every week. So Minnesota, Indianapolis, Indianapolis. If you have Hines, definitely consider starting Hines. He's going to get a lot of the work with um with Marlon Mack being done for the season, and he he's a good uh um receiving back. So if you're in a PPR. Definitely consider playing him. And then uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee, A.J. Brown. I definitely like A.J. Brown in this one, but I also like Jonu Smith. So I'm starting Jonu Smith this week. I, I have struggled at tight end, but what I saw from him last week, he can move like a receiver. And I think that bodes well for him in, in, in fantasy, especially in PPR. Green Bay and Detroit. Uh, this is a tough one. I feel like... There's no real sleepers in this one. Um, if you have Marvin Jones Jr. with Kenny Galladay out, he's definitely going to get a lot more of the work. Swift, I like DeAndre Swift. I think he was used a lot last week. He dropped a 
game-winning touchdown pass last week. So, yeah, maybe Swift is the sleeper here. I feel like he he will have to give the Detroit offense a boost in order for them to have a chance in this game. And I had them scoring 20 points. So keep your eye on DeAndre Swift. I would I think he's a solid flex option. New York at the Giants at um, Chicago. Evan Ingram had a, a, a slow week last week, but I think he picks it up this week. I think he becomes more of like how Jason Witten was in um, J- Jason Garrett's offense. And I think he'll get a lot of catches this week, a lot of targets. He's not playing against um, a Pittsburgh defense. He's playing against a Chicago's defense who's a lot weaker than they used to be. So I, I like uh, Evan Ingram in this one. I actually tried to make a trade for him this week. Sammy Watkins and Leonard Fournette for Evan Ingram, but um, didn't go through. So if you if you have a Evan Ingram at tight end, if you have a, a starting tight end, I would consider him as a flex or a starter if you don't really have a starter. And then Dallas and Atlanta, I have, and I picked him up last week, um, Gage, Russell Gage had 20 fantasy points in my PPR. And I think he had over 100 yards. All three of the receivers had over 100 yards with the banged up Dallas offense. I think he's going to get a lot of targets, a lot of catches. I know a lot of his stats last week were garbage stats, garbage time stats, but I would not sleep on gauge if you have him and you need a flex option definitely start him he's going to get a lot of looks this week and uh hopefully i've given you enough advice to win a fantasy this week i um i actually won fantasy championship last year so i do know a little bit but um yeah man let me know how you do in fantasy obviously subscribe to the the say it on it podcast i'm gonna do this every week and then we're going to pick this thing up, share it, get it out to as many people as you can. Follow me on Instagram at journalismwjeff and uh, repost this podcast. Share it with as many people as you can. Subscribe on Spotify. And um, I appreciate you tuning in. And we'll be back. We'll be back next week for week three predictions.